Welcome. This is Mutaku, where we talk things anime and manga. We are not experts or gatekeepers. We are just fans trying to share our love with you. Feel free to interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at NewTakuCast or email us questions at NewTaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify, and please subscribe and share. I am Jim. I'm Frank. Frank, it was a long week. Long. I, know, I know the episode aired last week, but... We, we have pre-recorded it. We so haven't, we haven't, seen, each we haven't other, seen each other in two weeks. Which is very, like, it's weird. A little bit. You get into this kind of group. We haven't even really co- like communicated for two weeks because I was on vacation and I didn't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. yeah. And that was fair. I respected that. I totally get it. I didn't text you. Nothing, really. You know, you do you. You were sitting on a beach, hopefully drinking, like, a Mai Tai or something. What's no, your no beach drink of choice? <laughs> Just beer. Just beer. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, just enjoying life because sometimes you uh, need to get away from it all, and I totally get that. Yep. I, I realized on vacation there's only two things that I actually drink in this uh, world. Okay. What are they? Energy. Some form of caffeine. Well, it's three things. For some form of caffeine, mm-hmm. beer, and water, and that's it. I don't drink any soda, fruit juice, anything like that. No? Yeah, because we, we went to Ocean City, New Jersey, and on the boardwalk they have a place called Jilly's. Okay, and it has a um, a arcade. It's got pinball, but they have you can buy these cups, mm-hmm. and they're refillable if, if you hold on to it. And we held on to ours, and we actually brought it this year. It was lemonade, and I'm drinking. I'm like, I don't even. Why am I even drinking this shit? Like I'm lemonade. Like, I don't even like hell? it. Yeah, I only drank it so I could eat the lemon at the bottom. Hmm. <laughs> For fiber. <laughs> ah, okay. Yes. See, you either are like a beverage person or you're not. But the thing is, it's weird. I find is that uh, you're either super into soda or you're like super into like you would say like you're either into alcohol or I do caffeine no. or I do not fuck with soda at all. Yeah, I don't either. But I, I mean, these Monster Energy drinks are like soda. They're like soda. They don't yeah. have all the sh- well. See, they have other shit. I, don't know I, I do a Diet Coke every once in a while. I can't even drink <laughs> Diet Coke. It's so disgusting. <laughs> but I do. Yeah, caffeine is probably my. Uh, I drink soda. Choice. Like I know people that drink like a two liter of Pepsi like a day. See, that's like I, I don't know. I don't want to judge anyone. I don't want to judge anybody me. either. You yeah. do whatever you want. I mean, I drink a shit ton of beer, so right. it's probably the same balance out of poison. Sure, it's but, poison uh, one way or another. It's just the sweet aspect of it. Ugh. Yeah, see that has it's also one of those things where like if you don't drink it for a long time and then you taste it for the first time in a while, you're like, "Wow, yeah. this is just a lot." Well, sometimes I'll go to the supermarket and we'll get a like small bottle of Dr Pepper and share it. Okay. You know, so like it's, it's like nice, a snack, though. it's like eating a candy bar. Right. So yeah. it's like a dessert almost is the way you kind of yes. view it. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that And that, I am an addict to candy. I love candy. Wait, you're a big candy guy? Oh yeah, I eat jelly beans. Oh, like jelly yeah, bellies? Oh my god, I eat jelly bellies. You do, yeah. <laughs> Would you say that that's your your number one choice for candy, uh, or is yes. that just because that's the yeah, or anything accessible? sour? Okay, so like, what about Sour Patch Kids? Though? Yes, seems, yeah. Oh, fuck with Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> I had a whole bag. I tried to go into there's a like surplus candy store on the boardwalk down there, and I tried yeah. to go in and get um, a giant box for twenty bucks of uh, Sour Patch, sour Patch kids. kids. They got shot down. I wasn't oh, allowed to do man. it. So how have you been? Uh, I've been A-OK. I actually ran a board game event at work. I'm doing like the board games. Nice. And they, one of them was a Pokemon event. Okay. So that was fun. It was, um, I got my ass handed to me by a 13-year-old boy. And he was explaining to me that I didn't stand a chance. He started like trash talking at one point. Because nice. he was best of three. Okay. 
and he told me that uh i didn't stand a chance because i just had the starter deck and he had a deck that was in the meta the competitive meta and he was explaining to me what that means and what his deck does i am completely (laughs) lost i have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) so he basically took this deck so he made the deck out of these cards and he took the list off of um, some sort of website and it was like one of the decks that won like a national tournament or whatever. And he was like, yeah, you're playing with the starter deck. Like you don't stand a chance against me. And I was like, wow, this kid is like destroying me. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, other than that, I've been watching the boys. That's been like kind of my my big week. What do you think? I love it. I think it's great. I was a big fan of the series. Garth Ennis had written it. Um and I'm surprised because it seems like Amazon is starting to step up their original programming. Yeah. I know that people like Good Omens, I, I haven't gotten a chance. I think you were... I was I was not great at... I wasn't high on it at the beginning, but by the back end, I liked you it. You liked it, yeah. yeah. I know a lot of people were super into it. It seems like they're they're stepping their game up. So that's kind of been mine, my, uh, my week or two. I've been doing a lot of moving and working and kind of the opposite of what i've been doing beach. Well, yeah i know i was definitely jealous like don't get me wrong i was like damn it jim every time i was uh i was doing something not fun which was a lot but I had a great relaxing week yeah and then i had to come back to the city yeah but uh midweek we went on tuesday we came back to philly and went to the wells fargo center and saw iron maiden wow okay oh my god I, my vo- i don't know if you can tell my voice is still scratchy from it <laughs> From screaming That's i had awesome after the show i had no voice whatsoever so you had like a hell of a week oh man. yeah it was, it was loaded, like- man we had so much fun and like i had this whole grand plan like we came in uh two o'clock in the afternoon or i think it was one o'clock mm. real quick get back and uh because uh, philadelphia uh, for listeners that aren't familiar with the area like philadelphia and ocean city new jersey on a good traffic day is like an hour and 10 minutes yeah it's, nothing. Yeah, it's really yeah. fast and you're basically on a resort in a resort town in an hour and 10 minutes but uh, we got back and took a nap and everything, and then we were like uh, meeting up with our friends. We went out to for a couple of drinks, and I had this grand plan that I was going to drive back that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how did and that go? I, I, I'm at like at well, grabbing something to eat, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, what am I thinking about? Like, I'm not driving home. Yeah, there's no way that's happening. So what? And yeah. when I got back, and I told I told my wife's father, and I'm just like, you know, I just gave up. I was just he's like, you're going to rush back, and he made a good point. He's like, you're going to rush back here to sleep in some stranger's bed when you could just sleep at home and then come back in the morning. Cause we were back by like noon. Right. And you then you I mean? can have as much fun as you want and not have to worry about it where you're like, I really have to just like, you know, maybe I'll just have one overpriced beer at right. this concert. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. We had so many of those <laughs> Coors lights for like 20 bucks. A piece. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but hey, you know, it's, it was a good time and it was totally worth coming back for. We were kind of like, Oh man, we got to come back. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of these families, and I'm the same way. I don't know if other people might be the same way. It's where, like, when I go to a beach town and mm-hmm. I'm there for a vacation, it's like the plan is get ready, go to the beach, spend hours on the beach, yeah. come back, maybe shower, drink a couple more beers, right. figure out what we're going to do with the night for the night. Might just sit in the house. Sure, yeah. And just drink beers and go to bed at 9. I was in bed by, the first night we were down there, I was in bed by 7.30 p.m. 7.30? And I was up at 7. Oh wow! I was so gassed out from the sun. So you got oh my god, it was you got great. Some good sleep. Then. No, I didn't because the bed was terrible. But now, are you a are you a beer on the beach guy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Ocean City is right. a dry town, mm-hmm. so you have to buy your beer outside, and then you bring it outside. It's they have like point. a little. Oh no, that's Ocean like City. A, okay, Ocean yeah. City. There's a there's a beer distributor like right over the bridge. That probably makes you, hand over fist. Oh my I god! Imagine. Yeah, it's always packed. Right. So you buy all your beer, you come back, 
You throw it, you go on the beach, you throw it in a plastic, you have to have it in a plastic cup. Ah, fancy. Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't, you can't it, yeah. I mean, even if you put like a koozie or something on it, they'll call you out on it. Mm. So, so now, yeah. Do you do this thing? I don't know if this is just everybody, if this is a human thing, mm-hmm. or like when you go somewhere like the beach or you go camping or something like that, especially if you live in the city. Do you find that you, when you come back, when you're acclimating yourself, so you have work and what have you, do you find that things are louder? Like, do you notice things that you don't necessarily when you haven't been on vacation? I, I managed to stay. I, I stopped into the bar and yeah. did stuff. I did on Tuesday, too, when we came back for the day. Mm-hmm. And I did basic just like buy liquor, make sure everything was okay, make sure there was change for everything, yeah. you know, backups of stuff. And then I left. I was out of there before even employees were in there. Like I, I wanted to be completely disconnected for this. Sure, and I'm also yeah. preparing for like, and the end of October, I'm going to be going for two weeks for Japan. And it's like I got to put faith in people to do stuff when I'm not around. Right. This is like a dry run, almost. right? Yeah. Although I did get like a couple strange questions from employees that I'm just like didn't respond to because I'm thinking in my head like, you guys can figure <laughs> this the fuck out. You don't need me to do this. Do right. I mean? Yeah. No, you know, I, I get it. It's like as an employee, you're kind of worried. You don't want to do the wrong thing. Sure. And when it falls down to it, if you screw up, then it's on you. Mm. But sometimes you just got to take initiative and just do it. Yeah. Mm. That's a good way, man. I read a shit ton of manga when I was down there. Yeah? Yes. What did you read? Berserk. Okay. Dead Man Wonderland. I'm a hero. I'm completely caught up on that. I read the latest Tokyo Ghoul RE. And I picked up an H.P. Lovecraft adaptation by Gutenabe. So what, did you just bring like a whole backpack full? Of- oh, yeah. Okay. It's so much. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a lot. Okay. Yeah. What the was- H.P. Lovecraft uh, adaptation is pretty cool. Is that the highlight, you think? of? Like, uh, no, I started a new one. I started a new one called Beastars. Okay. By uh, Paru Itagaki. What's that one about? It's uh, like anthropomorphic. Anthro- Am I saying this correctly? Anthrop. I- Always struggle with that word. I yeah, animals, animal, yeah, animal, animal humans. humans. Yeah. So there, there are go. kids in a high school. Carnivores and herbivores go to school together. They're separated by dorms. Okay. But it's illegal in society for carnivores to attack herbivores. A murder happens. Ah, all right. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It was cool enough that, and it was toned down enough, and the art style is like kind of washy looking mm-hmm. that I showed it to my, I left it on the table as bait for my 10 year old niece. Okay. And I kept leaving it. I kept leaving it. And then eventually I, and she's like, whose book is this? And I was like, I read it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. She blew through that thing. Really? And she liked it so much. She wants me to, I'm going to get her more every time I see her. That's cool. Yeah. That's I brainwashed awesome. her. Started my, started my early. So you're like the cool uncle now. I don't know if I'm cool. Wow. <laughs> still yeah, dark. That's if you're leaving. So dark. I am. Oh, I am in my forties. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I would sit down. I tried to catch up on shows, and I didn't have much time. Yeah, I mean, especially with the show we were watching. But well, yeah, I mean, especially- we'll get into that. But it's like you know, that show's pretty heavy. And yeah. It's like you know, I was able to watch four of the episodes, and then I was like, yeah, I got to save these for when I'm alone. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely not a show. I mean, yeah, you you kind of want to. Well, just, we'll talk about it. In a few we minutes. will talk about it. Yeah, but yeah, I I totally get that, especially when you're down the beach. One of the last things you want to do is kind of sit in front of the TV when they're I kept like, saying I'm watching my stories. You're watching your stories. <laughs> Uncle Jimmy, what are you watching? My stories. I was yeah. watching anime and I was watching pro wrestling. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I was watching my stories. Wow. Your week was awesome. Yeah. I'm not done yet. I still have stuff. You still have stuff? Yeah, I got my pre sale version of Gundam Battle Gunblah Warfare. <laughs> okay. Two epi- two weeks ago I deleted 
D&D game, which you was did. absolutely no fun whatsoever. Right. So, so I'm you glad deleted, I deleted it. That. There was no withdrawals or anything. No, I, I legit was only doing it because a friend of mine was doing it. It was kind of in a beta. Well, it wasn't beta yet, but they did, hadn't formed, you know, like with the D&D one, they were supposed to form guilds. So I was okay. like, okay, well, I'll join up with him. But yeah. it was no fun. Yeah. So you didn't think about it or anything when you deleted it? No. You were just like, okay. I was just like, goodbye. All right. This, I grind, grind, grind. <laughs> I'm 31st level now. You're back on the sauce. It's fine. Yeah. Like it, it's definitely a, it's definitely well, it's a definitely, gotcha game. It's more than fine if you're if you're grinding it out and you're you're having a good time. Yeah. You're really enjoying it then. It's definitely one where you could like the first thing they warn you is that oh this game's free but you could spend money if of you course, wanted to. Of course, yeah. It's cool though. You basically just build plastic models of Gundams and you have them battle but you don't really battle you kind of they're kind of auto attack so are they plastic so that's how the game it is like to plastic models or well, you're building you're building, you're building like the, the plastic model the Gunpla models oh, that's okay. you're building so you have like you have to collect snippers so you can cut off parts and, <laughs> and create ba- like it's pretty cool I mean, it sounds cool I'm laughing I'm not laughing at it I that's just, fine you can you the, can laugh at it ridiculous it's ridiculous. Active, yeah like like the fact that instead of you building Gundams and then the Gundams actual like, Gundams no you're like kids in the school you belong to a gun plot club and you have to go battle other kids and you want to become a pro and there's a storyline mode which is basically whatever you're just clicking on it and you're answering things but I don't think it affects the storyline See, that's kind of that's actually kind of sharp in a way. Like, I would have never thought that that could be a game because I would immediately think, why would you do it? You could just build like real Gundams, whatever, in the game. Yeah. So that's neat. I read an article with some guy who's just like ripping it apart and bashing it and I'm just like, Number one, I don't really play these games that much. Mm-hmm. And this is in my wheelhouse. I like Gundam. So I was just like, especially the models. I'm just like, sure. Yeah. Why not? And I can paint them different. And I put numbers on them and decals. So this is right up your alley. Yeah, yeah. It's say. perfectly fine. Is there one that you have your eye on in the game or anything like that? That you're like, I want this one. Like, I need it. Um, no, not nah, really. They don't no, whatever they, I mean, they have plenty of pilots, different pilots from the shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that that you can collect. Uh, I ended up spending not cash, but whatever the in-game cash is, and I sure. did like a pull, and I got like Amaro Ray, and but I got the purple version of him, so it's like high-end. Yeah, purple is like legendary, right? Or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. yeah, yeah. It's, like I got a legendary pull, and there's yeah. basically like different schools. There's like power and technique and speed uh-huh. and stuff like that, and you can tag your guys with that, and they'll follow specific because you go into every battle with three characters, and then usually a person from the world from the actual player world sure. is thrown in there too is like i forget what they call him like support they call him a support character mm-hmm. so you control one guy and then the other ones are all automatic okay they so they only remember. behave in the way that you tell them to do so you oh. can have a guy shoot well, of course i just snipe because i'm a coward right and <laughs> yeah yeah i don't want high guy i don't want to be hitting that shield button no There's you don't want button. to do I don't shield want, i don't you want to do anything. melee you're just like no, pew, pew, i just and then fly hide. i just yeah. go back and forth slide back and forth it's like when i played skyrim and i yeah. would as soon as i got into close combat i would run away and then just wait for them to forget about me and then slink back in and hit them with my bow with your bow coward overpowered in that game yes yeah well oh yeah totally is. oh yeah so broken <laughs> slow motion yeah. i would hit people like dragons and knock them down yeah just hit shot. them in the head and then they die um so is that is that one of those games though where if you refer people you get like points or anything do you want to refer do you have like a referral code i don't know you should i haven't it. seen it yet post it on the it's Twitter. definitely like it was the pre-sales so like i signed up for it and then i got an email saying oh, oh okay. it's up for yeah. people that got pre-sale only ah so, so exclusive yeah exclusive review here i have two friends 
whose names are Japanese, so I don't know who they are. Okay. They started following me, so I just followed them back to hell with it. Sure, why not? I don't know if we get any bonus out of it or if you get like extra power, XP, or oh, I don't know. I have no idea. We haven't gotten to arena mode yet. Arena mode's coming. Oh, so maybe I'll jump in. I'll probably dive out eventually, but for now, it's fun. I'm going to do it for the podcast, and uh, it's not costing me anything. So a little bit of time. I play three times a day for the podcast. And you have the energy, and you just blow through it pretty quickly. Right, it's and then you like, turn it off. Like, I played that Star Trek game, which I've complained about before, where it was legit. I would play for an hour mm-hmm. three times a day. So that's the it's one Three thing. hours a day I'd be playing that yeah, fucking that's, game. No, that's too much. That's the one thing I like about the gotcha games, is if you can get over the aspect of paying, and you're not somebody who, like, kind of gets hooked into that it kind of manages the time for you because they all have timers. So you do everything you need to do. And then you're like, well, I can't even play this game if I wanted to for another three hours because I'm not spending five bucks. Right. And I'm, I'm completely, my ego is completely in check. I don't need to be the best player in the world. Right. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be perfectly happy being in the middle third of billions of people playing this Gundam game. I'm okay with that. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't, you don't have to be the best. You can just be okay. An okay Gundam pilot. Yes. That's fine. All right. I am way behind on summer season though. Are you? Yeah. I, uh, How I, behind? Uh, the only show I'm completely caught up on, and it's because we watched it last night, is uh, Vinland Saga. But, and Neon Genesis, which I've watched in my Sure, yeah, yeah. What episode are you up to on Neon Genesis now? Neon Genesis is... Did you just watch the seventh episode or the eighth? Sixth or seventh. Um, let me see if I can pull up a list real quick. They are, it is the episode right before they are going to introduce a new character. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you watch the episode so, with the, uh, uh, what's it called? The robot. The one that's nuclear powered. Yes. Yes. Okay. Which was really cool. That is cool. I like and that And then episode. you get the, hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that. We will talk about that. Yeah. 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 Um, it is definitely every episode that I watch, I feel like the show gets better and better. Yes. I, a lot of shows in general, well, not all of them, but I think a decent amount, they start off slow. You don't really kind of know where it's going and you don't know the full extent of kind of the plot. And the mm-hmm. show is definitely one of those ones. It keeps building. They add new characters at a good pace. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm still enjoying it. But yeah, yeah we'll, we'll say before the, I guess. Yeah, same here. Because I like to talk about Vinland Saga as well. Yes. Um, uh, more stuff. I got Promare tickets. Okay. What's Promare? Promare is the trigger film about the uh, firefighters. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. playing at the Riverview on September 19th. Oh, sweet. I might have an extra one for you. Oh. I might. Might? I got to see what my wife says. Okay. She All always right. gets dibs. Um, okay. If I ever buy anything, because I'm a good husband. There you go. She gets dibs on everything. Classic. Happy wife, happy life. That's, that's what I try yeah. my best to do. And uh, also, I, uh, you may not know about this, but there was a pretty big announcement where New Japan Pro Wrestling is doing a tour of the East Coast, and they're doing uh, the old ECW arena in Philadelphia. It's 2300 arena. And I scored fucking six tickets, I gonna, baby. I was gonna say you six are tickets out of stoked. I don't know fifteen to two thousand tickets available. Yeah, shit sold out in like six to eight minutes because they don't come around here. Rather, right? they don't do like a U.S. thing. No, much. this is the first time they'll tour the United States alone. Really, like a tour? They've done uh, standalone shows, mm-hmm. but this is the first one that they're doing like an actual tour. They're doing Boston, New York, and Philadelphia. So you are oh yeah, this, so gonna, this is huge. This is such a big deal, right? So I ended up scoring four tickets because we have a group of like fans of, of friends that are fans. Mm-hmm. My brother scored two tickets. So he's going with his wife. I scored four tickets. So I had 
the guy Donnie from Ring Rust Radio, I gave him a ticket. Shout out, like a surprise. Yeah, he's, yeah, they've been they've been helping us out a lot That's with cool. advertising. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Go check that. Uh, uh, yeah, out. go check Pretty out Ring cool. Rust Radio if you're a wrestling fan and you love people arguing about it ridiculously and cursing at each other. You should probably go check it out. Yes, definitely. But um, I got him a ticket just because just out of friendship. Mm-hmm. Wifey's going, mm-hmm. and then I had an extra one. And out of our group, there's uh, a guy and his girlfriend that are going to New York. So I was like, oh, they're already going to a right. show. They're going to the Hammerstein show. And then there was two other guys, and one guy was his birthday, and I was like, okay, I'll give him the extra ticket. Right. But then two other friends of mine had two extra tickets. So I okay. bought their tickets. I'm going to take their tickets, mm-hmm. and I'm going to sit closer. I'm going to sit in row three. They're a little bit more expensive. So I was like, well, I'm not going to put somebody behind and make somebody ha- that one of our friends have to pay more than what we're paying. Sure, that's fair. So I paid for those tickets. I'm going to sit in row three, and then... Uh, another friend is going to, a friend and his girlfriend are going to go as well. So, so you got the group got in except for Ross. Sorry, Ross, sorry, but you already Ross. got tickets to Hammerstein. I'm sorry. Don't be upset. Yes. Don't feel too bad. We all can't have everything. So close. Yes. I'm sorry. So yeah, we're all going. It's going to be fucking blast. Wow, dude. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. You have I'm all lined up. I had a great, No, that's what I was going to say. I had a great two week and a half. And Until then you I had like back. all this stuff to look forward to too. Until I came back it's and a- my fucking car broke down again. I didn't know if you wanted to mention Let's fucking talk about it. All right, let's talk about it. You want to talk about it? Son of a bitch, a car broke down again. <laughs> we can it work through it. It was fine. I drove all the way down to Ocean City. I came all the way back. And then Saturday, lights started coming on. And then when I left to come here, I knew I was going to have to take it to the shop. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, let me get it as far as I can, as, get as much as I yeah. can out of it because I don't want to put any more money into this bomb. Mm-hmm. Left the house. Made the turn, and friggin' speedometers and uh, everything were going crazy. They're going all over the place. Lights are blinking, so I quick was like, "Oh, let me drop it off at the at the uh, mechanic." But I didn't even make it two blocks, and I pulled the son bitch over, and now it's sitting on the side of the road. I nah. messed with the battery connectors, all that uh, stuff. Now it won't even turn over. So you were kind of expecting this. At I'm some expecting point. it. I'm yeah. trying to run it into the ground. Right. And then hopefully get a new vehicle. Yes. Carvana delivered directly to my house. (laughs) I did Carvana for mine. I highly recommend free plug for Carvana. Yeah. Free plug. If you guys want to give me a discount, Carvana, go right ahead. Please do. Yeah. Right. Thousands of listeners. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. In two years, we will be sponsored by Carvana. Yes. You guys are going to have to listen to commercials from Carvana. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get your car? Carvana. Oh, Carvana. When I'm not watching anime, I'm buying cars off Carvana. Yes. Yeah. That'll be the script. And I really want the electric car. Yeah. But we live in Philadelphia and there's no way I'm getting Not very car. friendly no. for electric cars. Philadelphia's not very friendly in general, parking wise. It's true. It's a nightmare. So it's not very friendly in yeah. In and you general. got neighbor and you get the neighbors that'll just say like What's this guy get? He got a, a, a park, free park spot because oh, he got electric. You think he better than me or something? Yo, not That's for a nothing. New York guy. <laughs> That's a New York guy. <laughs> I don't know why. Yo, not for nothing, but. Yeah, you. there you go. Yeah. Not for nothing, but this guy thinks yeah. he's some kind of yuppies and shit. <laughs> All right, let's get to what we are here okay. for. What so, I've been waiting for. Yes. We had terrible news a couple of weeks ago with uh, Kyoto Animation Arson. Mm-hmm. Over 30 people were killed in this. Uh, they just started releasing names and uh, horrible. Yeah, they just started releasing names as the funerals are happening. Ten names get announced uh, yesterday, I believe. Uh, we'll talk about it next week. Okay. We'll go in depth and talk about what's going on with that. Um, but uh, we figured we'd do a little 
tribute to them and all the great work that they do because they have such a great legacy of amazing animation. And one that was easily accessible for us was 2018's Violet Evergarden. Mm-hmm. Streaming on Netflix. I'm going to give a little background on Shoot. how this went. Uh, it was based on a it's based on a Japanese light novel series written by Kana Akatsuki and illustrated by Akiko Akase. Uh, the anime the anime adaptation was first announced via commercial of the light novel's first volume in May 2016. The first episode's 2017 world premiere was held in June at Anime Expo, Anime Magic and C3 AFA Singapore in 2017. So as you can tell, they made a big deal about this. Mm. The second episode was first screened at the Kyo Annie and Do Fan Days 2017 event on October 27, 2017, or October 21st, 2017. And the third episode was shown in five theaters across Japan in December of 2017. Wow. In Japan, the 13th episode anime aired from January 11th to April 5th in 2018. The OVA was released, which I've never seen. I've never seen the OVA. It's available on Netflix. By it way. is, yeah. It was released on July 4th, 2018 with the Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, the uh, Netflix began streaming, began streaming worldwide on January 11th, 2018, except for the United States and Australia. We got it in, on April 5th of 2018. The director is Taichi Isadate. There is a new film coming out. When's that? Um, it premiered in Germany last week. Oh, it already came out. Yeah, well, premieres in Japan in September. I don't know when we're getting it. Uh, it's called Violet Evergarden: Eternity and the Auto Memories Doll. Hmm. So, okay. yeah. So that's some background. I'll give you the basic plot. After I clear my throat, <coughs> Iron Maiden's coming back to haunt me. Uh, story uh, takes place in a world similar to post World War Europe. It's a fantasy world, though. Uh, Violet comes home after a massive civil war. She suffered traumatic wounds to her arms. She now has metallic, almost robotic arms. I think they're like uh, kind of steampunky, you know. Definitely, yeah. Piano strings. Like kind of, yeah, clockwork. Adam, yeah, adamantine of. silver, I think they call it. Mm. She's entrusted to the care of Claudia Hodgins, a former military lieutenant who now runs a letter writing and delivery firm, the CH Postal Company. The CH Postal Company employs auto memory dolls. Auto memory dolls. Auto memory dolls. Let me say that again. Auto memory dolls. One more time for the people in the back. AMDs. <laughs> were originally people, mostly women, employed by a scientist named Dr. Orland to assist his blind wife, Molly, in writing her novels. Okay, according to Wikipedia. This story follows Violet Evergarden's journey of reintegrating back into society after the war is over and her search for her life's purpose now that she is no longer a soldier in order to understand the last words of her major, Gilbert. And what he said was, I love you. Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand. She has a hard time with, with uh, understanding emotion because she grew up in a very traumatic situation. Frank, first impressions. Go ahead. First impressions. Uh, so I will say from reviewing, like a review standpoint, it is always kind of difficult to look at things that we do for these because a lot of them are kind of bingey. So I, at least the way I do is I'll end up binging them in chunks typically. So as opposed to our usual bread and butter, which is, you know, weekly episodic things. Um, because of that, uh, one of the negatives that I have with this show or what mm-hmm. I thought I was going to have, I'm going to start with the bad stuff because there's very few bad stuff, bad things. Um, it is a little slow. 
I think the pacing overall is really good. I love the show. Um, but the first handful of episodes are really slow, and I could see that being a turnoff if you watch this as a weekly series. I, I um, We talk about Monster of the Week at shows mm-hmm. and how tiresome they can be. This isn't a monster. This follows the first couple of episodes follow a monster of the week format. Format. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they're not monsters. Sure. Violet's going around and she's learning about her own emotions, and and the same time she's helping other people with writing these deal with dealing with post war life yeah. by dealing with their own. Um, the show definitely turns around at some point. Yes. Um. The animation is fan-fucking-tastic. So the it's animation so might be one of the best, if not the best, that we have seen to date on the show. Yeah, I it's cinematic. Oh, yeah. Everything about it is cinematic. It looks like a movie. It, yeah, I, at first, when I first, because I went in not knowing anything, I actually thought that this was like released like that or yeah. something, because that's how good it is. It's yeah. just like amazing. The eyes and water effects backgrounds yes the transitions between day and night when they're trying to when they're doing like uh segue to show a couple of days right the episode with the um the observatory when they have to wait three days to see this comet and they're going with it's like teen boys and they're kind of going on dates with girls to go see this once in a Haley's comet not Haley's comet Haley's comet and they basically just show the the boys, the two boys in their bedroom, but day and night goes by and they, you'd see them doing different things like in high sped mode. I love that. That's my favorite episode actually. Is it really? It is. Okay, yeah. great. Um, that's yeah. a good one. The animation is top notch. Yes. There's nothing better, at least so far that we've seen on here, I will say. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I really like the soundtrack. I think yes. the soundtrack, uh, the really OP and ED is amazing. It's dramatic. It's, oh, that's, oh man, this fucking show. I know. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so my whole thing, that was the only negative I had is like, it is kind of slow. Um, but I was obviously able to push right through that mm-hmm. because we binged it. Um, yeah. I mean, there's not really anything negative that I can say. I could say like, uh, I mean, I didn't really give a shit about the military aspect of it. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess they kind of just put that in there. Although the, the fucking episode where he has, she has to go and see the guy at the front lines and get his note back to Maria. Yeah. Oh my fucking god, it's a little brutal. Yeah, I definitely was watching this down the shore okay. in a group, like by myself, watching my stories, mm-hmm. and then then just I crying. knew, like I've I've seen the show before. Right. I knew that the wedding episode was coming up. Okay. And I was like, all right, I can't watch this in front of people anymore. Because mm-hmm. the show really starts to pick up with the emotional impact, like with the wedding episode. Yeah, I think that's like four. Yeah. Yeah, four or five. Because episode five, I think, is the playwright episode, which is the one where you just start oh. bawling. Yeah, so this is definitely a show, if you haven't caught on already, um, that you will cry. So this is definitely like you need that? tissues yeah. for this. If you're not okay with openly weeping you probably should avoid this show yeah no definitely yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, oscar webster and his daughter and the play she has to go and she has to i'm not going to spoil anything but she has to go and um she goes on these little missions and she has to she goes on location she has to write letters for these people and she has to help she has to scribe for them yeah she gets sent out yeah. yeah so she goes to oscar webster who's been he needs to finish this play and he's a drunk now and she has to 
write down. She has to type out his final act for this play he's been doing. And there's a whole backstory and he can't accept the law, the tragedies that have happened in his family. And at the same time, Violet is starting to accept the what happened to the major and the brooch and running across the water with the parasol. Oh my God. Yeah. They do a really good job of, so these kind of, for lack of a better term, monster of the week episodes. Yes. Um, they do a real good job of showing her. She shows up and she's slowly kind of figuring out what it means and dealing with her own feelings. And at the same time, she's helping these other people do it. But a lot of these monster of the week episodes aren't necessarily focused on her. She's just kind of there to write the letters. And occasionally she does do other things, but they have, you have these great little short stories that really, when you just like look at them and you just see them for the 24 minutes, um, they just really hit you. There's not really, I was surprised. There's not really any upbeat. There's like one, which is, I mean, the endings all tend to be upbeat, but yeah. But I mean, like in terms of, uh, there was never one that was like, Oh, here's the funny one. You know, there's no beach episode. (laughs) There's no beach episode, which I was waiting for. And I'm glad that they didn't. Cause I was almost kind of dreading it. I was like, there's going to be one where she helps a shopkeeper increases sales. Right. uh, Hilarity ensues or some bullshit. I mean, I guess kind of the, um, the one where she helps her coworker, but even that one's sad. Yeah, they all have it. They all have of- relatable problems. Yeah, and it's also a, you know, it's a world just after a world war, or civil war there, and you get in that the end of that Oscar Webster episode, you mm-hmm. get the scene where she gets off this boat, and oh. now we're starting to have interactions with people that are back from the war. Yeah, goosebumps, and you find out, you know, by watching just from the beginning that she's a killing machine this girl violet like she was designed to kill and people remember her she's like this notorious murderer and during the war but that's all she's ever known so then we get touches of ptsd that scene where violet finally starts to show uh the emotional attachment she has and she's starting to accept the emotion she has for the people that she's killed Mm -hmm. for the major and she goes through every single stage of grief in like a minute. Yes. Yeah. When she starts trying to, uh, you got to watch this fucking scene. Yeah, you got to watch it. Um, I'm getting goosebumps talking. I'm the same way. Yeah. They do a really good job too of each episode kind of builds, and you see that she does start to develop these feelings and realize like what she has going on in her. But they do it very slowly. So she's helping these people, and they're like a lot of times it's very sad, and she just kind of like in the beginning she just kind of shrugs it off, and then she walks away or whatever. But then very slowly she gets more and more involved in these people's lives and then kind of starts to relate to them. And then you can see the emotion on her face. That's like a big thing for her is that she doesn't really know how to express emotion and, you know, physically. Yeah. It's like the auto, the auto memory doll thing like plays into like a literal doll. With she her. looks like a doll. They yeah. have an episode where she's this little girl thinks she's a living doll where she starts to break down and she starts to show emotion. Yeah. She starts to express herself. Yeah. It's such a great show. It is really good. Um, I couldn't recommend this enough. No, I couldn't. Yeah, 100%. Um, the other one thing I wanted to touch on real quick, too, is uh, it does an interesting job of kind of romanticizing letter delivery yes. and like letter writing, yeah. which I've never really seen done before. And it kind of 
stands out in our time because uh, no one writes a letter. Anybody anymore. does yeah, it. Does. I barely even write emails anymore right. because it's like too much. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, no one does anything face to face anymore. Back then, I mean, the whole reason for the auto memory dolls is because some people couldn't write and they couldn't. They didn't know how to write. They couldn't sure. read or they didn't know how to do things. They're farmers and uneducated. They, you know, and that's the other thing too. So they are. They're not dictating these things and they're writing them down verbatim. And that becomes established pretty early on that these auto memory dolls, there's more than that. They're not just saying, hey, how are you? How was your day? They're going through the emotions and that's they're transcribing those emotions. It's not a word for word. Because when she first starts doing it, she's doing it word for word. And she's like, very good at transcribing. Yes. But not, yeah. She's very good at typing, but not very good at expressing emotion. Yeah. So it is uh, dude, It's a hell of a series. This is one of those ones that I, I struggled with kind of almost writing down just because I liked almost every aspect of yeah. it and warning when, she's 14 yeah the major's 24 yeah so okay this There's is a couple of those but i think it's a go ahead i'm sorry you speak first this is one of those things where i actually didn't know until like an hour before recording because mm-hmm. i didn't i couldn't figure out how old she actually was yeah they mention it they say she's 14 oh okay yeah. do they yeah. okay so they um because you know it's it's like almost a typical anime a lot of these girls they look they either look really young and then they'll be like oh she's 30 and you're like well she looks like she's 14 yeah, age vice and, versa yeah, yeah. age in, in anime is strange you're either old or you're young right there's yeah. no there's no like 20 somethings right even the major he's 20 something but he looks like a teenager yeah like uh, or it's a yeah oh hey this is my mom and my mom's 23 what yeah and it's the episode like, it's the episode where they um with the prince and the princess the the wedding episode where she meets up with the princess and oh, she, they, okay. they discuss how they're the same age. They're oh, both 14 okay. uh, and the right. princess is betrothed. But even in that episode, that. she meets her, the guy she's in love with when she's 10 mm-hmm. and he's 24. So yeah. it's, but I mean, it's a time place and it's also, you know, it's supposed to be like this fantasy world, right? Betrothed marriages and shit. And that stuff happened in our world too. So it's true. You know, it's a little outdated to think of, but it's a fantasy story. So, yeah. Now this this came out in 2018. Now you were still fresh into anime in 2018 mm-hmm. as like mm-hmm. a big thing. I'm going to give you an example of shows that came out in 2018. 2018. Okay. Uh, Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Very mm-hmm. good show. I've raved about it. Hidematsuri, which we haven't talked about, it's a comedy, fantastic show. That time I got reincarnated as the slime came out in 2018. Place Further in the Universe, which you still haven't watched, which you should definitely go watch, or maybe we'll watch as a retro if we're around in a couple of years. That's a great fucking story. Story of discovery. And Devilman Crybaby came out this year, too. This is still my favorite show of 2018. Really? Yeah, Devilman Crybaby was fucking awesome. And it also has a very intense scene of grief Mm -hmm. when the father sees the mother being eaten by the kid. Like, it's got an intense, like, almost uncomfortable scene of grief, which... Um, this show also has, yes, but, yeah, I definitely, I love this show. I can't recommend it enough. I'm in the exact same boat. The only question I have for you yes. is, and I don't know if you know this or not. Mm-hmm. Do you know, are they doing a second season? Because it kind of, no, seems they're doing like a movie. A, okay. They're doing, yeah, we a talked movie. about they're the movie. Not the doing the no, they're not second. doing a second okay, season. Cool. They leave us a little bit on the cliffhanger at the end. Yeah. Maybe a cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh, it is definitely open to interpretation. They definitely, um, kind of pull a fast one at the end there because you think it's gonna like oh okay the series entirely wrapped up and then there's a kind of an after credit thing where you're like wait a second 
I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. We'll stay, stay till after the credits as usual. There is an OVA. It's available on Netflix as well. I did not watch it. It falls between episode, I believe, four and five. Mm. Uh, I didn't watch it. I'll probably watch it today when I go home if I when I'm done dealing with this fucking car. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, if uh, I would give this five blue parasols out of five, definitely. I will give it uh, five tears out of uh, out of five tears. Yes, I would. Yeah, definitely bring tissues <laughs> for this. Oh, and uh, definitely watch it in its entirety because half the episodes, if not more. They'll like start playing the credits and it'll go for like another four minutes. Yeah, so. yeah, you gotta skip credit scenes. Yeah, so yeah. it's yeah, you're gonna like I had to, I'd watched it before and I was able to bang it out in a day because I just kept skipping because I knew what was coming. But mm. if you're watching this, like with most anime, that's good. Yep, you gotta stick around for the whole thing. And Netflix fucking blows it with this. They, they do really do. No, this is like a full 24 minutes, and some of the episodes even skip the the beginning intro. Yeah, it's a full 24. Yeah, like. like I wish Netflix would just like give you an option to turn that off, but they don't. They yeah. don't have it. No, they want you but to keep. I think we're the only man. ones complaining about is anime people that watch anime. Really? Yeah. Well, I say I don't know. I don't like I that s- though. No, I don't like it either. I said I've said over and over again. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has one of the, the first season has one of the best closing sequences of any anime ever, and it doesn't even go into it. It just like stops at the very beginning and then just goes to the next episode. And it's like. Y'all fucking up. Man. So this will be our one anime thing we can complain about. Then we can get on the our soapbox and be like, Yo, Netflix. Net- Netflix, get rid of the uh, yeah. get rid of the auto skip, or That's give all. us the option to opt out of it. That's all we and ask. Not not like like I don't want to have to grab the remote and shit right. and hit. Oh no, I want to watch it, which you have to find. This is our one thing. Around. This is our one thing. Right. Please just do this, and then we'll be fine. We'll be happy. And don't stop signing shitty anime to pushing the shit out of its seven seeds. <laughs> yeah. Well that too. Yeah. There's that's the shotgun approach. Just acquire as much anime as possible. We have some big news for our listeners. We do. We are attending our first ever con. It's the Dover comic con. It's in Dover, Delaware, Saturday, August 17th from 10 AM to 5 PM. You guys should swing by and say hi to us. We'll get more details when we get them. When we get them, we'll give them to you. Yes, definitely. We are very excited. We, yes, we are. Been, I'm a nervous wreck. We've been talking. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I've got ideas, but I, we've been talking uh, about it like almost day one. We were like, yeah, we'll do. We like, should do a con. A we con. Do a con. And then we were like, there was some scheduling issues, and there was ones we were going to go, and then finally we found one, yeah. and now it's like, oh shit, it's like two weeks away. I'm that. I'm that social anxiety that can't get to a thing without losing my shit but once i get there i have a really good time yeah okay that's fair it's like the build-up not i'm the the guy that's scared of the climb on the roller coaster not the actual roller coaster you know what i mean yeah like i have fun on the roller coaster but me getting on that that fucking train is very difficult oh this is gonna be fun then because i think i'm the opposite so yeah yeah. i'll be fine we'll we'll, i'll talk you off the ledge we'll balance each other out (laughs) so we'll we'll have details um keep an eye on instagram and twitter as we announce them. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely come check us out. Yeah. We're going to try and do some fun things. I'm, I'm working on a banner. We might even have a banner with our faces on it, which How is really professional. weird. It's so weird. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, that's the Dover Comic Con. It's Saturday, August 17th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's in downtown Dover, Delaware. So if you're in the area, the tri-state area, as we like to call it, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. swing on by. Uh, bring us beer. Oh, no. We got to drive home. Bring me Monster Energy drinks. Bring me beer. Okay. Bring Frank drink. Yeah. Beer. You're driving. I'm going to be driving my brand new car that I get from Carvana. <laughs> I totally forgot. Poor timing. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Maybe I'm driving. I, yeah. may be, I may be renting a car, but whatever. Oh. Is that all we got? Yeah, that's, that's all it. we got. That was a good one. Uh, yeah, go watch Violet Evergarden. 
Yeah. It's fucking so <laughs> good. Do. Come visit us. Yeah, and then come visit us. Yeah, come visit us at the Dover Comic Con. It should be fun. Say hello. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us. Once again, please share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at New Taku Cast. Send us questions and requests. We didn't get any this week. (laughs) Our email is newtaku2019 at gmail.com, and we'll talk about some of them on the air. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And please subscribe and share. Until next time, I'm Jim with the broken down fucking car. I'm Frank, awkward as always. And sayonara. Sayonara.